And we went over for dinner with my mom. And my mom looks at me, she goes, why do you always do everything so intense? You never, you never, you never, like, you can't just do it regular, not regular. She used the word like, which means like, this is what common people do. Why can't you just yeah. do what common people do? And I literally looked at her and I was like, mom, because you didn't create a normal son. We the Trust is all about helping men grow into who they have been designed to be spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Twice a month, your hosts, Eric Chang and Mario Quesada, will have deep discussions about living out of overflow in every area of our lives. Tune in, grab a journal, and connect with us as we enter the fray of manhood. Visit us on Instagram for more at We The Trust. Talking to a guy from, from the King's Council, just one of the guys in yeah. it, and he's a real estate investor. And he's talking mm. about like, like, he has like, well now, like he, he got really serious about the investing part. Like, yeah, I think he said just two years ago, but now he has, <clears throat> like he, he's never bought a property with his he's own never, money. He's th never this is your mentor? No, 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 it's not a mentor. It's just one of the members. Oh, just one and, of the bros in there. Yeah. Got it. <clears throat> he's never bought a property with his own money. Yeah. He's always, he's always borrowed from people that, um, that have a lot of money that want to invest uh, partner, partner on it. Uh -huh. And uh, he now, I think monthly, they take in over $100,000 of rent. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Wait. From Month? one? No, no, no. He has oh, like okay. He's running like a, like, a, like a rental business now. He has like 52 properties or something like that. All, uh, he's, all, he's doing all third-party management. What does that mean? I'm not sure. Like he doesn't own any of them. He's just a manager? No, no, no. He owns all of them. Oh, he owns all of them? Yes, he owns this is all, all of them. from using other people's money, and he just yes, like, he's partnering. Wow. He's, he's leveraging other people's cash, giving them like a ten percent return on their cash. And so then, they're they're stoked. They're like, heck yeah, right? Yeah. <clears throat> first, at first, it was like weird, like to ask people for like you know a couple hundred thousand dollars. He's like, but yeah. now it's like, dude, I have like no he's problem. A, he's, like, is he doing like high money million. loans or what? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Dang, that's that's some cool stuff, man. That's yeah, it's, that's cool. It's, it's intense, man. So I was like, I was like, oh, maybe gotta get into this real estate investing game. Let's, I think I think that's the thing is like that's a that's the thing with when it comes to leadership and knowing. I was just I was just talking to like another another friend about this is, um, I, and and I was talking to this like in my tinker group too is, as as men and as as leaders and as people that are go getters. It's it's so easy to hear like the FOMO is real like the like oh, the FOMO of unbelievable. You hear someone successful is doing this. Oh, sh I, I got like shiny object, shiny object. Yeah, yep. I got I got to do that. I got to do that. And that's that's one thing I, I feel like I, where I matured in this week. I was talking to Alec just now, and I was like, Tim, this guy, he's a young kid, and he's dialing it in. Like he's yeah, I, I'm, he's in this early stages of figuring this thing out. And my immediate thing was like, I should be doing that in my in my mind. I was like, I need to be doing that um, because with my mentality and my effort, I could, I could turn that into a million dollar business. And that's the problem. So, so what happened was I stopped myself and I was like, Hey, I will, I'm going to get into an Airbnb. I know I will. It's not, it's not, it's not an if it's a when, yep. but when I do, I'm just going to get that one or maybe a few, whatever, but you're going to manage them because I respect what you do. And I know that you're going to do it well. And he, that actually so he, man he actually manages stuff. 
he he does he he third oh, party nice. manages as okay. well as having he has two of his own right now so he has two of his own and he and he's managing like five right now and you know it's like he does it he has a full-time job he works for his insurance agent young married guy one year into marriage uh owns his own home already that's incredible wow At 26 owns his own home in colorado and he he basically is trying to learn how to like scale this thing uh he's putting like eight he says he's doing eight hours a month on the airbnb business right now managing these five properties and he's taking 1500 a month doing it i'm like that's freaking fent that's 150 an hour effectively rate effectively hour effective hourly rate and i'm like dude that's that's freaking that's great kind of leans into what we're what we're going to talk about today but it's like the the having the vision <clears throat> to to know what you want and then the discipline to understand what it takes and then start taking the steps and just doing it and doing it and doing 100%, it and doing, dude. It and doing it and doing it um it gets monotonous it gets monotonous and it's like yep. will this ever happen it's like will you start asking those questions like will this ever happen and it's like those questions come right before it actually happens right your darkest night of doubt is right before the brightest dawn right it's like yeah it happens like right there so i keep telling yeah. people that i coach like it's like when you doubt the most that's when you should push harder because mm -hmm. it's just about to happen and you just got to keep pushing in and keep doing what you're doing and keep keep your head down mm -hmm. but that doubt talk is hard it's real man it's, the doubt talk is the that's like the number one that's the number one thing I heard this, I heard this recently and I, um, I, I think I heard it on the King's call, but I've heard it also elsewhere, but the idea is <clears throat> you can fear, fears, fears, healthy, fear all you want, but never doubt. Mm. I was like, I was like, well, that's, that's powerful, man. That's powerful, man. Because it's that's like, powerful. I know it, and it wow. comes from like the kingdom mindset, right? It's like, it's like, you can you can be afraid all you want like look yeah. through the bible there's there's men of god that are that yeah. are fearing like they're for their lives moment by moment and, and but we can't to, doubt that god has to cover. us do not ever yeah. doubt that god, god doesn't yeah. have you because that's because he he is there with mm. you through everything that's and something it, that i've totally been feeling lately uh, it's been a huge like i mean if there are waves like like that are like waves of things that i'm feeling like, that's been a big you know, as we decided, like, Diane is going to stay home. Yeah. And it's, it's really because we're, like, a little bit under a year out from that. But it's, like, starting to eat at me a little bit. Like, like So I have moments of, like, great peace where, like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. This is what God wants. So I'm going to be obedient to it. I'm going to follow in that and lean into it. And there's moments of, oh, boy, uh, am I ready to... Uh, I have this like already a negative mentality of like, oh, I'm going to be in yeah. debt versus like, no, God's going to provide more abundantly. I'm going to be challenged to grow more. And, and in turn, like and my income will grow. And, and, and maybe it's not a season. Maybe it is a season of income, but maybe it's a season of I'm going to get stretched to produce even more. Like God's going to throw more. Like, I don't know. But instead of this negative mentality of like, oh, I'm going to have to suffer. I'm going to have to suffer. Maybe it's like God asking me exactly what's right here. Right. It's like, hey, man, like, where are your hands? Where are your hands right now? I'll speak about exactly what you just said right now. But <clears throat> I was listening to somebody something uh, the other day <clears throat> with this guy named Ken Honda. He's like, um, he's Ken like this. Honda. He's like the the most well known, richest man in Japan. 
and okay. he has this thing called uh, Arigato Money, right? <clears throat> okay, and it's very Zen, right? But, but I, I've I've kind of taken the idea, and I was, I was like, well, this is what God tells us to do anyway. Um, and he's like, he's like, when money comes in, you Arigato Money, you you thank you thank the money, you thank it for coming in, and when it goes out, you thank you thank the money for for having for had it serving what it served for serving what it served and there it is and he's like, he's like after a while um it doesn't be it's it's not like a like a like a have and have not thing it becomes like breathing it's like it's it flows in and it flows out that's the, that's the most japanese thing i've ever heard it's, 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 uh, that's, it's the, so japanese, that's the most but, but you think <laughs> about the most it, kaizen like, thing of all time dude I, it's just, right and 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 god's like god was like speaking to me through it right and he's like he's like he's like you don't thank the money you thank you thank the one who who has blessed you to have the money right mm. and he's like he's like you don't thank the money the money is nothing the mo- money is the money is it's worthless a tool. It's, it's a tool. tool for the season yeah it's a tool for the season and i am the one that owns everything right and god's yeah. like god's like you want to thank the thing or you want to thank the maker right and i was like, yeah. I was like lord thank you for thank you for that that revelation right yeah it's like but because but it's about gratitude. It's about being grateful. And it's about like focusing on what really matters and what really matters is God, the provider of all things. Right. Yeah. And something that, something that Ken Honda said is like, is like, you know, when we're, when we're fearful about money, <clears throat> we're always trying to control it. We're always trying to have it and control it and, and never, and enough is never enough. It's like, but when you, yeah. when you free yourself from that, right. You understand that money comes when you need it. And it goes as you need it. Yeah, it comes as you need it, and it goes as you need it. Because in and seasons maybe like, you you shouldn't have too much. And I was like, I was like man, that's, ready. Just, that's biblical right there, man. It's like yeah. God's like, I will provide for you in season, out of season, what you need. Right? Oh, I need what to you, lean into that. <laughs> what I need you to need. lean into that, man. Oh, my transition boy. with my transition with Tati was the same, was was the same thing. Like, I had been praying for a long time. I was, I was like, Lord, I know what's best for our kids is for Tati to stay home with him. And I kept, yeah. I kept praying that as so I was like, Lord, but we've had this conversation, Lord, and Tati agrees, I know, but she, I think she's scared to leave her job. Mm-hmm. So I just kept praying. I was like, Lord, you need to reveal that to her. And I just kind of left it in his hands. And wow. there's, there's this one day, brothers, I think I told you about this. There's this one day where we're driving over the mountain with the kids in the car. And uh, it was just like a Saturday. It was nothing big. We had nothing really planned. We were going to go to the other side, go to take the kids to the park, whatever. Yeah. And uh, it starts raining. We get a flat on on the on the highway, like through the mountain. You, you've been there. Mm-hmm. We get a flat. So it's like, on the oh, one uh, on the pulley, right? And so so we we go we go and we pull over. And so I look in the trunk, and I was, I was like, I know we have like stuff to change a flat tire. This is dumb. Yeah. Like. Um, so I'm looking through the, the, the trunk and I, I can find everything else. Right. But I can't yeah. find the lug wrench. So I can't actually <laughs> take, the, <clears throat> I can't take the lugs out. Yeah. I like, shoot, man. I was like, it's like, I don't want to call a tow truck. It's going to take forever. Yeah. So I go back in and it starts raining at this point and I go back in the car and I tell Tati, I was like, you're going to have to call AAA cause I, the, I can't find the lug wrench. So it's like yeah. not there. Like I looked everywhere. I don't know what happened. You know, yeah. where your mom put it or whatever. And so, um, so she calls it AAA, whatever, and it, they say, "Oh, we'll be there half an hour." An hour and a half later, they show up. Mm-hmm. Okay, of course they're there, yeah. But we're sitting in the car. The kids fell asleep, 
we're sitting in the car alone and and we're just like sitting there i was like wow when was the last time <clears throat> this happened where we have like this this time god it's just silent like it's opened, silent opened our schedule this moment where it's silent the kids are asleep and we can actually yeah. just have a conversation when was the last time that happened and we couldn't even remember right we couldn't remember yeah. when 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 we were just like there was just a moment where we could actually have a conversation and she just like she's like she just turns to me and she's like i think i'm gonna quit my job i think that's what's Whoa. right i was like i was like i almost started crying right there i was, I was like okay. yeah i was like i've been praying about that like is this what god's sharing with you she's like yeah i think this is what god's sharing with me like i need to quit and i need to take care of the kids full time and in wow. my heart in my heart there was two things happening i'm sure this is what's happening with you right now i was like i was like i was like awesome god this is so amazing this is what we need this is what we want at the same time I'm like frick what the heck what are we going to do yep. her, her income is like you know at this point it was like you know a third of our income so yeah. i'm like what are we going to do to what do i have to do to like overcome yeah. that and like i'm i'm already scheming over here right I'm already scheming. Yeah. I'm trying to, okay, I got to do this. I'm going to buy an Airbnb. I'm going to do, you know, it's like all this stuff, whatever <laughs> it is, whatever the new yeah. thing, you know, Eric's calling me, yeah. let's do this venture. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to scheme and I'm trying to scheme. So I'm, I'm literally oh, immediately robbing the piece of what God just did. Yeah. By trying, to, but by trying to figure it out in that moment, mm -hmm. we've been totally fine, man. Yeah. Like it's what God did last year and the way he provided and, and, you know, what yeah. he's done in the moment and like exactly what i said just recently is it's like when we need the money it comes in yeah. and when we need to spend the money it goes out but um where, dude check this out i just got this flip phone huh well so that, what's that for so i've i've committed so i'm dialing in. this is going to be active i'm going to give it to all my staff um my like i'm giving this number starting october 1st um, which is a Friday, which doesn't make sense. I should start on a Monday, but Monday through Thursday from 4, 4 p.m. Pacific until the next morning, 9 a.m., I'm not using my smartphone. So the only way to access me is through this. And the whole goal is to just like really dive into this new season of I'm pursuing my family. I have no time to scroll. You know, it's like, and it's part of this, like, I, I already put my phone away past six, but let's say one of my staff texts me something. And when I when they text me, I usually respond, like, is it a 911? And it's a no. It's like, if, if it's a 911, they would have called me. But the problem is they text me and then with the kind of, you know, you kind of uh, dissect the situation. And then, and as a result, I've now touched my phone. And then once you've touched your phone, that opens Pandora's box. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, well, I'm just going to do a quick scroll here or, oh, I got a notification for this. And, you know, all those, all of those things. So my easy thing is like, okay, I'm going to make myself inaccessible other than, because like, if it's a true emergency, number one, you call my wife and let her know too. Right. And if it's a really, really emergency, like this, so she'll call me, she'll, she'll be like, Hey, Eric, like this person called, call him back. And I'm going to use this phone. So I can't pick up my other phone and I can only have an important conversation. And in my mind, I was like, dude, it's actually, it was, this was like 15 bucks a month for this phone to have this. But I was like, even if I never bucks, use it, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. $15 is a lot yeah. for a phone that I'm never going to use. Yeah. Right. Especially, but, but $15 is an investment for me to change my character and my habits. It's a $15 investment towards my family. And it's a $15 investment, which is when it, it pales in comparison, the return that I believe I'll get on this effort. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna cycle this for through the new year. So I'm gonna try for three months to see how this changes. So I'm gonna like document it and stuff and see how this changes my life. But it's gonna I, I feel like it'll be a representation of what it means. So and on that on that phone, are they texting you on that phone? Or are they calling you? It's call only. Call only. That's good. Solid. I can't yes. I can't text on this phone. Like do you oh bro, do you see the I tried it, man. I'm not texting. Uh, that's oh, that's texting OG. Me. That's OG texting, man. That's one. That's like OG. a C is one one one. <laughs> yes, I don't even know. Like I don't. I don't even know the phone number of it. Like I don't know how to use it yet. Like I don't know how to use it. But um, it's literally just it's dedicated for calls. So I'm only gonna take. And my goal is hopefully to never have to use it because I don't want emergencies. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna test this too. Like on the weekends when I go out, I'm gonna have this on me, and not have the smartphone. If I go to a meal, right? Because I like to have a phone on me to be accessible. I'm going to have this phone during that meal and not the smartphone. So my family won't like, it's just this, this representation of the effort and intentionality that I want to have in this next season of life. And if we're, if you're going to have a quitter, a quitter job, I want to be even more present than before. Right. So that's kind of what it represents. Yeah. I love that dedication. I'm trying, man. You're, see you're what taking, happens. you're taking big, you're taking big, steps to to commit to to what's important to you that's good like you do everything else yeah, man. in your life which which is admirable but now this is your family so it's this is a this is a huge yeah. deal proud of you yeah i was thanks man i was talking to my mom and um on sunday because uh diana was at disneyland with harper so i had a sunday a sunday with luca and we went over for dinner with my mom and my mom looks at me and she goes how can you do everything like in Chinese? Like, like basically something along the lines of why do you always do everything so intense? You never, you never, you never like, you can't just do it regular. Like you can't just, like she was like, you can't just, she was not regular. She used the word like which means like, this is what common people do. Why can't you just yeah. do what common people do? And I literally looked at her and I was like, mom, cause you didn't create a normal son. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like we're trying not to sound conceited right because yeah. I, was, I was like mom like you've been telling me since i was young like since i was a kid that i'm not like like that i'm not normal like i have a great mom my mom my mom is amazing she's like the epitome like she's the opposite of a tiger mom she's never forced me into anything i don't want to do and she's she's the kind of parent that tells like everything that like she she affirms that everything i do is golden basically right so it's like it, it kind of creates this personality of of well I'm going to go get my shit. Uh, don't stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little, a, little, a, little, a little bit. And then I married, I married this woman. That's uh, the opposite of like all my shit stinks all the time. <laughs> so, hey man, so my, balancing us out. So my mom goes, so my mom, Diana goes, she, my wife goes, um, oh my God. Like you wish I was like your mom, just telling you all your stuff is great all the time. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, like, sometimes I'll oh, yeah. be nice here for you. Yeah, that'd be nice. She goes, no, just go talk to your mom when you need some of that. <laughs> like, dude, goes, I'm, I'm here to humble you and bring you back down to earth. <laughs> I'm here to make sure that head still fits to the doorway. That's a good one like, you got there. <laughs> you know, the Phil, Phil was saying something about that. She was saying, not that like I'm conceited, but she said, he said something along the lines of like, really, really ambitious men need wives that ground them all the time. Because without the grounding, you're always caught up in your ambition and you're trying to do more and you forget like the things that are most important to you. And I've, I've seen that time and time again in our marriage where she's caught me, she's prevented me from making a very bad rash investment 
because I felt like the business wasn't, you know, year one of the gym making zero money. And I'm like, Hey, I could, if I put 20 K, I get a 25% return in three months guaranteed. Man, there's no guarantees in that. And yeah, man. So she's, it's, it's been the group. I'm so blessed, man. I'm just, I have to remind myself of that when I'm angry. Cause I'm like, why, why couldn't you be more like this? I, I you know, like you have this list, right? Like I was listening to a message by, um, what's his name? It's the marriage guy. Let's see if I have that book around here. Hold on. He's like the the marriage the marriage book man. How like how to win in relationships guy. You know what I'm talking about? Black dude. He and his mm-hmm. wife. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he talks about the idea of like like we have lists. You know like of of when you're single you have this list of 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 qualities and traits that you want in your in your spouse or significant other. And he's like, dude, you just got you got to tear that up. Michael Todd. He's like, huh? Michael Todd. Michael Todd. Yeah, Michael Todd. I'll send it to you on YouTube later. It's a really great message. Um, and because I, I think so often we have these, these, he says, he says the formula of frustration is fabricated expectations plus failed realities equals the feeling of frustration, right? And he's like, so you're sitting there frustrated about your whole life because your life doesn't look like your list. And I was like, dude, that's, that's me. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's me too, right? And it's like, you're always like, we call like, dude, it's funny. I look at, it's like, and even as you're living out your list, you're unsatisfied, right? Oh, I look at my, absolutely. If, if you look at what I, if you look at my list from 10 years ago, I'm doing everything. I'm doing more beyond the, beyond anything I could have thought of on my list. And yet I'm like, what's next on my list. And he says something, he said this and it was like, really is poignant, man. He said, God will upset your plan to give you his purpose. Proverbs 1921. God will upset your plan to give you his purpose because God is more committed to your destiny than he is to your desires. Wow. Dude, right? God is more committed to your destiny than he is to your desires. Bruh, that hits so hard. And then he like, he talks about, he's like, dude, you have, we all have lists, whether we wrote it down or not in relationships, in family, in business, in, in life timeline, right? We all have that. A set of predetermined self-fabricated ideas of a specific person written down, continually thought about or verbally communicated by which erroneous expectations become goals for achievement. Wow. Love that. That's intense, man. It's intense, but it's so, so good. It's so it's, good. So good. It's, it's so like, good. It's that it's that big slap in the face to kind of get you back into reality and like yeah. remind you like like your what you're fabricating in your head is so far away from reality, so far away from truth, and so far away from yeah. your purpose. Yeah. Right. And then the, the amazing thing is God gives you better than what you wanted for yourself. More and it like and it's, more. It's it's unfathomable how much more God like lavishes on you. Mm-hmm. But it's because we're holding on, right? Is it back to that whole list on thing, right? We're holding on to the list. It's like, no, mm-hmm. it's gotta be this way because this is the only way that I see that I can do it or that mm-hmm. I can be happy or that mm-hmm. I can be fulfilled. And God's like, it's not about you. You gotta let me. And in order for you to let me, you gotta let go. 
and we can't, yeah. we can't do that. Right. We can't, it's like, but, <sighs> but I'm holding on to all these ideas and ideals and these things yeah. that, that I yeah, think man. I'm going to be fulfilled by. And God's like, you have no idea what fulfillment is. Yep. And you won't until you let go. And he's like, man. And like, even, even doing this, like letting go with one finger. And I don't feel good. That does yep. not feel good, man. Yep. I don't even grip like this, bro. I grip like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hook grip, hook yeah. grip on your stuff. Dude, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, gotta, I can't, I can't, like, this, this wouldn't be enough. This wouldn't <laughs> be a, enough. I that gotta, is not right. That is a weird I gotta grip. fully this commit, a, man. <laughs> I gotta make sure that grip. nobody gets this out of my grips, man. This is mine, you know? Oh, man. Hook grip <sighs> on your own dreams. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, but we gotta let go of that hook grip on our dreams, man, so that he can give yeah, us man. a purpose. That's it. Know? Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, <sighs> we're, we're, we're hook gripping so hard onto trash, right? It's like God's like, why are you, why are you holding on to that trash? Like, I got gold. I want to, I want to just, I want to bathe you in gold. And we're just like, no, this is, this is my precious list, right? Yeah. This is it. Got to yeah. grip this for life. And God laughs. He's like, he's like, man, you know, I guess, I guess you don't want life then, right? Because what you think yeah. you want is not, is not life. And we, we shortchange ourselves. And I, I think it goes back to uh that that like that coach inside our head that we've mm -hmm. created we've crafted right and it's our it's our hardest taskmaster which is ourself yeah and those those voices come from every place in our life right it comes yeah. from father figures and mother figures and friends and and teachers and people yeah in our lives as we've grown up and we've taken bits and pieces of that and, and frankenstein this like horrible taskmaster of a coach in no. our in our brain and god's just like man let that go let that no. go because you're not you're not you're not hearing what i what i need to what i need you to hear for abundant yeah, life listening to this uh this book i was listening to that. have you did you ever start that winning the war in your mind book oh yeah I'm, sure? I'm like done yeah yeah so when he starts talking about like the replacement principle <laughs> and like defining mm -hmm. like self-sabotaging behavior i actually have it right here check it out actually yeah. you can't watch check this out boom it's right there <laughs> see it yeah yeah so it's like you know it's like you define the self-sabotaging behavior determine why it's there discover what god's word is saying to overcome it and then declare yeah. that truth over your life and then replace it right and what he's he said when he says like replace the ruts of rot um or he says Oof. something like that it's like like replace those ruts of rot in your life, in your brain with trenches of truth. He's like, ruts mm -hmm. are, are ruts happen uh, naturally and are made thoughtlessly. Right. But trenches are yeah. dug purposefully. Trenches have a, mm. a, a reason for being. He's like, you have to, you have to replace those ruts that you've, you've grew your, your mind has, has created neural pathways that mm. automatically do what, is comfortable because it's made that decision yeah. thousands and thousands of times. So it's like, okay, I'm, I just make this decision when this happens, right? We can talk about that with, with sex. We can talk that, about mm -hmm. that with money. We can talk about that with personal well-being. We can talk about that with fitness, with anything, right? Whatever your go-to coping mechanism is, that's a rut in your, in your brain, mm -hmm. right? If it's not on purpose, <clears throat> you, have to, you have to figure out what those behaviors are and determine that you want to change that. And then you have to 
trench out a new pathway by figuring out what the what the positive thing is that of that and then dig that trench and and repeat that and pretty soon that trench becomes the auto, the automatic response and i don't know if it was him but i learned that i learned a new word called uh, automaticity that was that's a pretty cool word and it's just basically like when when you just when you just do what you do and it's just automatic and just like mm. when something happens you automatically re, re, you respond in a certain way and it's the automaticity of of your action mm. um and that's that's because of your neural pathways being so strong mm. that whenever something happens you respond like this or you react like this or you do this when this happens because you've you've made that decision thousands and thousands of times what we have to do is replace those bad decisions those bad negative thoughts in our mind and, and negative behaviors with mm. God-given ones, God-focused ones, God-purposed ones, right? What's your biggest self-sabotaging technique that you just, um, just happens? Where do I get started? Um, I think my biggest self-sabotaging belief is, I mean, for me, it starts with the mind. It's, 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 it's that I'll fall into these traps of believing negative things where, um, you know, it's like, it's like imposter syndrome gone wrong. I think imposter syndrome can be great to keep you grounded and humble. I think all high performers suffer some level of it, but I think it can take, really take you down this spiral of negativity. Um, and then, you know, like, I think, I think of myself, you know, in, in like, for example, like in leadership, you know, I, I just, um, I texted here. Let me read you this text that I that I wrote, and um, I sent it to a few the guys that I went to Maverick City with. And what's that? Maverick City Music. It's a concert. <clears throat> they're like a they're like the new Hillsong kind of. How was it? Yeah. So no, I wrote. How, how was it? Oh, how was it? No. Oh, <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I, I thought it was great. It's it's, it's a little weird sometimes because you think of. You think of like like worship bands and you're like oh like they're, like they're kind of performing but they're kind of also leading you into this like they're ushering you into worship but it's also a little weird that you pay 200 dollars or whatever i paid for it so to go to it because but then i also think of like dude people pay this to go to drake so like what's wrong with paying the christian artists for their christian like yeah. for, for doing good work um, but it, but it's, i think it's always a little bit weird like i think that's where people in ministry really struggle right it's like oh if i wrote, if I wrote this book and it's like you're not really trying to make money off of God. You know what I mean? Same thing. Like if you write, if you write this like spiritual book, you're like, oh, like should I be, like should I yeah, be charging that much for it? Or I always go back to the word of that. It's like all right, I've learned to go back to the word of that. This is actually a trench that I've dug out, dug out for myself. Mm -hmm. It's like you know what? You're right. Like I'm not, but I'm not making money off of God. I'm not even making money off of people. I'm trying to help people, and by helping people, I need to charge for for what I put out into the world so I can support my family. Of course. God, God's given me this gift. So I want to share that. I want to help as many people as possible and I'm going to charge them what it's worth. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to gouge them. I'm not going to, I'm not going to trick them. I'm, you know? Sure. So it's like, <clears throat> so it's like, you know, you know, like we've got to, we've got to see, we've got to see that God has gifted us in certain ways so that we can provide for our families and bring him. Oh, no, honor, right. Hundred percent. I think. I think the question is like, how much is that? And that, that's where it gets really dicey, right? That's, yeah. I mean, that's the whole situation we're in with our government right now, with you know, with the difference between like capitalism, and socialism, and, and 
you know, there, there are people that are like, oh, I'd rather not work because government's going to give me money, right? And it's just, it's, it's cut. like, is it, is it, should you make 100K? Should it be two, three, five mil? Like, like it's like, I, I don't know. Like, should, should, should pastors wear Rolexes? I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't have the answers. And I don't know that it's a right or wrong. Um, but I, I, like, I look at guys like Steve Furtick and, I think that the work that he does is powerful. I think he's reaching a lot of people and doing a really good thing. And he's, he has it really, really scaled. A lot of people are, would, I think what starting to categorize someone like that into like, Oh, like he's kind of encroaching on like Joel Osteen territory of prosperity gospel. And I'm like, no, not really, but, but, but it's like the fame. Right. And I think one of my biggest prayers for in my season lately is God has, has blessed me abundantly with, resources with influence with skills with time um with network and my biggest prayer as i enter into this next season as i grow because i think god's going to do even more right and i'm just kind of here along for the ride is that may my platform never outgrow my character right so as as these things increase as my platform increases I pray that my my character would be steps ahead, you know. And I think and it's I think about how God has in, been very timely on that in multiple seasons where I've always had character that put me in a position to be where I should be, so that I wouldn't make a decision that I would regret or isn't in line with who I am or or the future that I want to have. I've been put in situations where you know I'll make a really simple analogy where um, I've had women you know where I've done fitness tests on them at the gym. And, you know, fitness is like the most vulnerable, <clears throat> you know, like I'm doing like a body composition test. And this one girl basically like, I don't see she solicited me, but she basically showed me a lot more than I needed to see. And she pulled it down. And I was like, at the time I was like 26 and she was very attractive, you know, and my um, automatic reaction was to open up the door of the office and say hi to someone else. I was like, oh, give me a quick second. I'm just going to say hi. And I opened up the door and I left it open. And, I, and then I said, I was, I was like, hey, man, like, good to see you today. And I like, it's to kind of create this like shift in that situation. And I came back and like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you don't need to pull it down that low. Like she was like basically showing like her private, like her vagina. Right. And like, I saw a lot. I was like, whoa, it was like, it's like really like almost exposing everything. I was like, whoa, you don't need to pull it down that low. And then she's like talking, she's like, yeah, you know, like I, my ex-boyfriend, she was my, he was my coach. And, you know, we kind of just did like a trade and I was like, okay, I'm not interested in this trade, man. Um, but it's, but, but in that situation, my character was above my platform, you know, and, and that I, and I've seen that time and time again. And, and I, I continue to pray that, you know, like, I, I also think that there's been seasons where I like, you know, I'm not like, I'm not super wealthy, but I have, I have some money and I'm, I'm in a season of my life where I can steward that. Well, you know, I have responsibility over it. And it's like, whenever someone says like, Oh, like I'm, I'm so sick of, you know, cause like, I, I, like I have, I have friends that are like, check the check. And I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be. And they're like, it's like offensive, right? It's like, I'm, I'm like, trust me. I know, dude, if, if I, if I was 25 years old, all my money was in the business. Okay. And I suddenly came into a million dollars, dude, you would not be here today. We wouldn't even be friends because you would have not joined my gym because guess what? I wouldn't be working that hard. It would have changed 
that platform of, of having the resource and that money would have changed who I was. No one is ready to win the lottery, right? Because you like it, 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 you talk to anybody that wins the lottery, like no one is ready to inherit 50 mil. Yeah. It ruins your life. It ruins your life. Unless you're, unless you're ready to win the lottery. Right. And that's why when people say like, Oh, like, this is not fair. Like this rich person keeps getting richer. And like, I'm like, yeah, but they're ready for it. They're ready for it. Dude, Je- Jeff Bezos, that, that mofo drove a Honda Civic when he was worth 20 mil. He drove a Honda Civic when he was worth, and they asked him like, why don't you get like, you can drive a freaking like McLaren or like a Bugatti or something like, um, or something flashy. And he's like, this car works perfectly fine. In 1999, I remember this. Right? It's like in 1999, he's like, my car works perfectly fine. Why do I? And it's like, it's because even right now, it's like, you know, it's like it's it's that humility, man. Like, and 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 that that's my prayer for me is that I would be able to maintain that and know that God has me in this season because I, I I'm supposed to be here and I want to trust in that and lean into that and. You know, otherwise this is a constant battle of like, I'm not good enough, but I want more. And, and, you know, this is the cyclical pattern of, of, um, kind of, um, self-sabotage, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I love what you said. It's like, um, you know, but I, I believe it. And it's like, we are where we are because we want to be right. And people don't want yeah. to, people don't want to hear that. Like I used to tell, I used to tell people, um, in the in the fitness space all the time it's like you're overweight because you want to be 100 like you are you are overweight because you want to be and i wasn't trying to be mean i'm just saying look your mentality is that this is the way you are and nothing can change it so why why try and i'm just going to live the way i live i'm happier this way but you're not you're miserable right and we all have the life that we want to live for the moment. Yep. And if you're not progressing, then, you know, then, then obviously there's never, ever going to be a place where you're going to, you're going to reach your goals or have goals or, or have a vision for your life. But if you do have a vision, then you know that <clears throat> where you are is another place in that road on the way to your vision, on the way to your purpose, on the way to your, your, you know, becoming a better version of yourself mm-hmm. if you're not doing that you're dying like absolutely your your, your heart is dying your, your mind is dying yeah um Th- I think phil and i were talking about that yesterday i, I think yeah. that's why we're so like people like ourselves are, are so overly critical and hard on themselves because we want so much to know that we're progressing yeah i i don't ever want to feel like i'm being complacent in life for my family because the fear of the because the fear of the atrophy is is terrifying it's terrifying man like i don't want to i don't i mean to make like do like a bro version is like dude i don't want to get small (laughs) i don't want to get small man i want to fill my xl shirt forever you know but it's like um, i want to fill it out right mm -hmm. right i want my i want my shoulders to be wider than Mm -hmm. you know the bottom of the shirt i want to make sure every every part of the shirt is filled in properly you know yeah yeah exactly right so it's like i i don't i don't want to be in a place in my life where i feel like i'm and that and that's part of the struggle right it's like we want to be 
100% in every aspect, every place of our lives, but we can't, right? It's like, we can't, no, no it's, way. it's impossible, but mm-hmm. every place that's 90% or 60% or whatever it is, we are so like, so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. and that negative self-talk it's real it's like why can't you do this what is it you know everything else in yeah. your life is going well like you can do this with yeah. you know x y and z but you can't do yeah. this here like with your you can't be you know you can you can talk intimately with your 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 you know clients but you can't you can't have a conversation with your wife about something that matters or um, yeah. you know you can you can uh, be super patient with all these like crazy people at at work that don't matter but with your kids you fly off the handle immediately mm. Right. It's like, yeah. And for me, I know, I know like I'm so harsh on myself because yeah. I don't, I I don't want to be less than what God wants me to be, but I have to remember that it's not me who makes that it's, it's yeah. God who makes me that. Yeah. I was story actually just, just as you're, as you're sharing that it really resonated. I, I was on a call yesterday and I don't take calls at night because it's family time, but I had a zoom call because the lawyer that we're working with is in he's in Taiwan, so he's our patent lawyer for a product that I'm a CBD product that I'm working on with my partner uh, Ben. With Ben, yeah, you, yeah, you, know, yeah, you know about this, right? So we're on the call with the lawyer, and oh gosh, like I come, I came off that call so frustrated. I came off that call so frustrated because we're like, dude, I need to get this like the wheels moving on this, and like I'm like, I keep thinking like, dude, we're gonna keep getting, we're gonna get beat to the market. Um, you know, it's just like the whole idea of like the law of atrophy and hypertrophy, right? It's like I'm either growing or I'm not. And, and I got so frustrated. I texted Ben in the middle of the Zoom calls. I was like, bro, bro, I wish I paid more attention in, in Chinese class. Like my <laughs> Chinese sucks. Like it's so bad. Like I, I can't talk any business. And like, and then Ben goes, bro, at least you could speak Mandarin to him. Like I'm, I'm, I don't, I didn't understand a thing. Like I was translating for Ben, you know? Oh, and and I was like, and I was just like, I was sitting, I was kind of like, I was like, man, this is like, I was like, this is the shit we're dealing with. Like, this is what I'm freaking dealing with right now. Cause I didn't pay attention growing up. Frick. Like I was so mad. Like I was like, because I like, cause I didn't listen to what my mom said growing up. Like, this is like, this moment is biting me in the ass right now. And I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm so frustrated. Right. Because like, I, and I keep thinking like, damn, like we could have been in Taiwan making connections already. This product could be launching. We already have our factories lined up. If I had just paid attention when I was four, when I was nine years old. Right. It's like, gosh, why didn't I listen? And uh, he's using these lawyer terms that like law terms that I don't understand. And I was like, I texted Ben after the call. I'm like, Hey, how are you feeling? He goes, I feel fine. I'm like, what is wrong with you? How do you feel fine? Like in my mind, I'm like reading the I'm like, I'm gonna throw my phone right now. Cause like, I don't like your response. How are you fine? You know? And it's like, it's funny. Cause like, I'm like, dude, of course God would give me this partner like that. Like, like, of course. And he, he's like, it's just one small step in the process. He's like, I have an idea of what, what this is, but we can always ask around. I get your frustration. He's like, this is just one step in this process. And he's like, dude, I couldn't even understand anything on the call. Like, like, and he, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, and you, like, I could understand it. And I, I feel this way. And I'm like, you know, like, I just have to keep reminding myself and that what we're doing is not easy because if it was, everyone would be doing it. Right. Yeah. If, if everyone could bring this product to market, everyone would have done it already. And it's not. And I was like, dude, I have this sick. I like controlling everything or at least having deep understanding. And in this situation, it's just not much of either. And he goes, things are getting done, but without our, com- without our complete control. So I think we're already doing good. 
like things are already getting done and we don't have much control yet. So I think we're doing good. And I'm like, I hate that response, but it's fantastic. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, damn, that was good. Like, yeah. Like with the, like, with, I'm like, we're, we're getting movement. We're getting movement. Yeah, man. Like, like, I'm like, it's the same thing as someone that's trying to lose weight. Right. It's like, Oh my God, why did I only lose three pounds? Why? Why, why don't I have abs yet? I've worked I've been I don't have abs, seven days, right? man. Yeah. Right? Like I'm only 50 pounds overweight. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on, bro. Like I've had, yeah. I've had 17 salads in the past five days. Like what yeah. the hell? What's what's up, dude? Like, what's you know, up, dude? it's like, like, fix this. It's like, cause man, you never had a salad for the first 30 years of your life. I can't, I can't fix the last 30 years of your life in seven days, man. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, as you were talking, I was, I was like, it's really interesting that in situations of, of, you know, in situations, I'll, I'll just say that when there is little understanding, sometimes there's a lot of frustration mm-hmm. but where there's no understanding, there's no frustration. Yeah. You understand you understood a little, but what was mm-hmm. really pissing you off was that you couldn't understand everything. Mm-hmm. But what really pissed you off is that you didn't listen to your mom and pay attention in Chinese school. <laughs> yeah. Right? That you don't yeah. speak fluent Mandarin, right? Yeah. Or that the words he's using are too big and your 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 Mandarin's, you know, fifth grade level and he's speaking, you know, college yeah. math to yeah. you, right? And you're 100%. just like, you're just like, I'm so frustrated. And I was like, well, because you in every other area of your life, you're you're the one using those terms, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be in the situation where we have to be that seventh grade kid and yeah. be willing to learn. You're gonna go as fast as you need to go with this, right? Yep. Because God's gonna see to it that with your work ethic, it's gonna happen, but yeah. it's not gonna happen faster than it needs to happen. And it's not going to fa- happen faster than it's supposed to happen. You're making progress. And that is the reason, right? Yeah. That is, that, that's the point. You're making progress. And the point is to make progress. Yeah. You're going to launch when you launch, man. Yeah. Right. And we'll no, move. that's hundred percent. Yeah. That's it's like it. funny. Cause like we're, we're still within our 60 day plan and what we talked about, but I'm like dissatisfied. We even talked about this. It's like, I need to make this 30, 60, 90 day plan with you or else I'm not going to be able to sleep. Like, yep. and he was like, great, let's do it. And we put it down and we do it. And I'm like, I'm the same guy that has the task list, the, the MITs every day. And I do the <laughs> MITs and then I'm like, man, I didn't do enough today. You know, yeah, it's I only like, did seven things. Oh, I only did seven things. Like, and it's like, I think oh, it's just like, it's like, 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 check this out. I have, I have, um, I have an ice bath today, a fire and ice session at Space Bar Wellness in Pasadena today. Um, shout out to Jacob if he's listening. But, um, you know, I have, I have, it's at one o'clock today. Right. And, it's and i totally shouldn't do this but like i was like you know what before i commute i'm still gonna have like almost an hour i should squeeze in like five things to do in the hour to like let like leverage my day i should take in this much content i should write a blog and i'm like okay realistically if, if i think about what i've like i've had i sent my kids to school today i already took in some content this morning i had a great amazing conversation with alec earlier like that grew my knowledge of an industry that i know not that much about right uh, I, I'm having a conversation with you where I feel great having this talk right now. Like this is a great conversation and it's like going to set me up for the day. Right. And then after this conversation, I'm going to go do the most negative crap ever 
to just tank everything I just did in the last three hours, because I'm going to get in my head and go, oh, well, I didn't do five things in that hour. When, when those five things weren't even required originally on my list yet for the day, because I'm trying to squeeze it in because I want yeah. even more results. And then I'm going to go to the ice bath and, and like kind of feel guilty. Like, oh, like, why am I taking an hour out of my day to take an ice bath today? Like, I don't I, like that's better. There's better. There's other things that could be done. Right. Um, I have a media content meeting at 3 p.m. with Ish. I'm like, oh, I could like I could push into that and like get some more stuff done through the end of the year. Right. And then and then I could be ready. So I don't really need the ice bath. It's like it's so toxic. It's so everything, toxic. everything, everything is toxic because self-sabotage to the to the umph degree. Absolutely. If you don't understand your purpose in each area of your life and you don't understand that you're doing things to move towards that purpose. And we're trying to fit other stuff in that we want to do because we think it'll make everything else better when it makes everything else worse. Yeah. Everything else worse because your mind gets so screwed up thinking that you're not doing enough. You're not, you're not, you're not winning yeah. enough. You're not. And, and it's yeah. like, it's like, man, you know what, Eric, if you did five, like things towards your purpose every day. That's 25 things a week. That's a hundred things a month. Yeah. That's 1200 things a year. Do you know how far you're going to be if you attack five things a day? Yeah. You know how, and how I, much- if I only did those five too, I would have so much more focus because I'm not thinking about it. So nothing about the focus. shiny objects. Right. right. And it's, yeah, like, totally. it's like, you know what? Tomorrow is tomorrow. Let that worry mm-hmm. about itself. I've got yeah. my five things today. I'm going to hit those things. And then you know what? After those five things, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my day because I hit my, my stuff. Yeah. I won the day. I win today. Yeah. Boom. Tomorrow, yep. I'll have other stuff on there. I'm going to win that too. You know why? Because I'm focused. Yeah. We distract I mean, ourselves. One, one, thing that I've been, one thing I've been actually, now that you say that, I'm looking at my, my calendar behind me. I'm going to rewrite. I'm going to rewrite my October, November, December. Uh, uh, like my goals, along with since I have this phone now, um, I'm going to rewrite some of my focuses. And I'm also going to write out like my, my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I'm going to theme each day. Because well, I, I was doing yeah. that before. I'm, and I fell I'm, away from that. Like, like I was only doing, I was, doing I was only doing meetings. I was doing that. And now I'm, I'm kind of doing everything every day again. You know? Yeah, that's and it, it makes for a scattered, scattered week. Yeah, I was I was really, really regimented on that early like late last year, early this year. And then yeah. slowly everything started doing this again. And that's not because you're unha- you're unsatisfied. Because you're unsatisfied, man. And yeah. it's like, it's like, and I feel it's weird because I feel guilty to doing one day for like just research. I'm gonna do one day, yeah. I'm gonna research all the stuff that I need to do. And I'm just, just gonna research that day. And the next day I'm gonna write or the next day I'm gonna do content. And the next day I'm gonna mm-hmm. um, next day is my coaching calls, right? Next day is this, next day. And man, it it so focuses you. So you're so clear-headed because that's all the that's all that you're doing that day. Mm-hmm. You're doing these things and you're doing this type of thing this day. And you're ready for the next day because you know what's coming. Instead of like yeah. today, like man, last night, and I got to jump off here pretty soon, but yeah, me last too. night, <clears throat> last night, man, I looked at my schedule. I was like, shit. Like I have like literally calls from like from now till two o'clock calls yeah. or I have, I have a cut and like 
my my ice bath moment today is is going to chiropractor. Right. So it's like, man, I gotta I gotta drive. And you, down probably, gotta, and you probably think you're like it's like it became a have to versus like a dude. I'm working on my like I'm getting my my back tight, like like I'm yeah. getting it right. But now it's become this like, oh like I have to do that. It's like, oh man, versus I gotta, like I no, this gives me life. I gotta do this and like and I'm yeah. forgetting like what was the purpose of me doing this in the beginning? Like why did I start scheduling all this stuff? It's like so that I could be better for everything else in my life. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's 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 so screwed up, man. But the key is going back to what uh that guy Michael was saying. What was his name? Michael Holt? Was it black guy's name? Michael Todd. Michael Todd. Michael Todd. <clears throat> what he was saying is like, you know, my my pastor would put it the a different way. It's like uh, frustrations are unmet expectations. Right? 100%. Yeah. Right. Filled realities. Uh, yeah. Frustrations yeah. are are from unmet expectations, and those expectations are our expectations, not God's. Yeah. And the more we, the more fabricated we, expectations. Plus. The more we push into those fabricated expectations, man. Yeah. The more we push into frustration, and I don't want to live like yeah. that. I'm sick yeah. of that. Anyway, bro, man, I might get solid. that yatted, bro. I might get purpose, purpose greater than plan, on uh, on uh, yatted somewhere, dude. That's I I need that in this season. You know, look purpose, at it, man, every day. Purpose over plan. Purpose over plan, dude. It's hard to lean into that, man. It's like I it's like I know it too. And I, it's like we know it. We know it. We believe it, but do we believe it? Is the question. Yeah. Right? yeah. We believe we, it. We, but do we, we believe fo- it? But we, do we believe it here? And does it motivate us mm-hmm. to do it? Right. Yeah. It's like it's like uh it's yeah. it's here and yeah. I believe it. It's back yeah. here. Yeah, but I'm not going to do anything yeah. with it because I, I think yeah. that way is better. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to We The Trust this week. You can connect with us further on Instagram at We The Trust. You can connect with Eric at Coach Eric Freedom and with Mario at The Mario Quesada. We appreciate you guys coming by. Don't forget to like the video and subscribe to the channel. We will see you next time. God bless.